Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Victor Sheep. <laughs> good morning. How are you? I'm good. Every time I see you anywhere on TV, I just claim you as if I've given birth to you myself. <laughs> I'm like, look well, at you know, the it baby. It would not be possible without the Stephanie Miller show. <laughs> That's I, right. And the other, the other day I joined Steph Heads, and it was such a remarkable group um, of, of women and um, men all across the country. It was so inspiring. I heard, and I have to say, you. I think you must realize how much hope you give all of us uh, oldsters. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, it goes both ways. Oh, both well, ways. thank you, honey. I mean, I got to say, particularly, you know, your uh, tweets and thoughts about the latest tragedy in Jacksonville. I, You know, you said, hey, Ron DeSantis, we aren't forgetting about the uh, permitless carry bill you signed, nor are we forgetting about the white nationalism and fascism you've bred with your attacks on black history and the LGBTQ community. You have blood on your hands. We're going to make you find out. And you also said actions have consequences. Hate begets hate. And that's exactly what Ron DeSantis has done in Florida. And that's what Republicans have done across the country. We must all stand up to this hate, call it out in all forms, and vote for better elected officials. It's the only way. And, you know, Victor, I wanted to have you on particularly this morning because, you know, we all have these T-shirts, Love Trump's Hate, and it's sort of aspirational that we hope that's true. And one of the reasons we hope so is because of your generation that is so multi, that is so diverse and, uh, um, you know, multi-ethnic and fighting for all of the things you're fighting for. Talk to us about how the latest tragedy made you feel and, and your thoughts about it. I mean, unfortunately, this is uh, gun violence is the leading cause of death among young people. And we didn't hear that mentioned even one time in that Republican debate last week. Um, they mentioned a lot of issues, but nothing that um, speaks to this generation. And then you see what happened um, over the weekend in Jacksonville. And then you wonder, you know, why that happened. And, you know, now we know, I mean, it, the, the Department of Justice is open investigation investigating whether or not this is a hate crime. But it seems like all signs point to that because you have this shooter killing three black men, having a swastika um, literally painted on his um, AR-15, and you just wonder in a state like Florida what has given rise to this, and it's people like Ron DeSantis, it's far-right Republican legislators who have enabled this sort of hate to fester in Florida. I mean, you have Ron DeSantis, um, when he first started off as governor, making it harder for LGBTQ plus people to express themselves in the classroom. You have him banning books, you have him limiting um, African-American history, you have him making it harder for black people to vote, targeting minorities, and he's bred this culture of just white supremacy and fascism and 
hate in Florida. And now he wonders why there's a tragedy like this. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people who I've talked to, you know, aside from just we want action, I think a lot of people also want an apology from Ron DeSantis, right? I mean, he's going out there, he's talking about how tragic the situation is, but not taking any responsibility for the policies and the actions that have resulted because of him. And I think a lot of people just want to see that from him. But, you know, it doesn't seem like we're going to get that anytime soon. Yeah. And, you know, when you, you know, when you think about it, Victor, Florida has been, the unfortunately, ground zero for a lot of this Pulse yeah. nightclub, anti-LGBT yeah. violence, this latest anti-black right. violence. Right. You know, you've got obviously Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. It's happened in every venue in Florida, right? Schools and nightclubs yeah. and yeah. and so, you know, and you also said he doesn't even have the decency to go to Jacksonville because he's too busy running for president. Florida deserves better. Our country oh deserves gosh. better. Truly oh screw God. Ron wow. DeSantis. We will make him find yeah. out. I mean, you know, he, he wonders why he got the reception he did. You know, he yeah. also, by the way, you know this because you're out there working on the front lines about voting. Uh, Nate tweeted some larger context. DeSantis pressured the legislature to pass a congressional map that for the first time in decades wiped out a Jacksonville district that allowed black voters to elect the candidate of their choice. He was staring at those con- constituents directly in the face. And you could see by the looks on their faces. <laughs> they yeah. were not happy. I mean, this it reminds me, um, the, the first point you made reminds me of, I mean, that time when um, you know, Florida suffered from flooding, and the, the thing that he did was he went out on the trail and sold books. I mean, this is someone who just doesn't care for Floridians one bit. I mean, and, and the issues that he does care about are things that most people just don't care about. I mean, wokeism and DEI and critical race theory, that's just something that's not on the top of people's minds, but he's he's talking about these issues just to inflame, you know, culture war issues and to, to fear monger, and that's just literally, I think, the definition of fascism and for, to see Ron DeSantis do this, most people can see right through it. Most people are not as, I think, oblivious as he thinks. And um, I, I think a lot of people are just fed up and tired, especially young people who just have to live through this, like you mentioned. This is one of many um, mass shootings where, like, you just wonder in Florida and just, frankly, all across the nation, where can we go that is safe, that is, you know, a place where there hasn't been a mass shooting. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just hope that there's action. I hope that you know, there's a great state rep right now. Her name is Angie Nixon. She was on MSNBC yesterday and she yeah. was so good. And I implore everyone, if you haven't watched that, um, I think the video is all over Twitter. Um, she basically just said, you know, I love Florida. This is my state. But, you know, we have to call out Ron DeSantis and hate and we have to confront him. Yeah. It's the only way that we can do it and vote him out of office in 2024. It's her and you and David Hogg and the Justins in Tennessee that, you know, I think that we're putting our faith in because we were talking about Mike Pence was on TV yesterday. They asked him about Jacksonville and he said, well, we just have to really get serious about the death penalty in these cases. Oh. And we're like, the kid shot himself like you yeah. know he killed himself like they do in a lot of these right. cases or are killed by cops that it, it it's like these old crusty solutions you know I, I i'm i'm trying to think of you guys watching that republican debate last week and you know a, a young person asked about climate change and you know right. they basically right. say suck it yeah. <laughs> i mean you yeah. know they're or ramaswamy's like let's just not let them vote the until they're 25 oh my gosh and then now Ramaswamy, did you see that there's a um, um, Reuters analysis of he didn't vote at one time yeah. until 2020. Yeah. I mean, this is someone who didn't vote, didn't participate in our civics process, but wants to make it harder for other 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds to cast their ballot. And this is a time, as, as we all know, when young people are more passionate and are turning out at far greater rates than before. And he wants to silence us because he didn't vote. I mean, that to me is so cruel and so beneath 
just anyone who wants to run for president or anyone who wants to hold powers. Yeah. It's just, you know, he, and he was on, um, I think, um, MSNBC talking about this or, or a network, and he was basically saying, well, you know, I was just a um, jaded 20-year-old. And it's like, okay, well, maybe you were, but that doesn't mean most Gen Zers or most young people are, but he wants to take away our ability to vote instead of meeting us where we are and telling us, you know, yeah. why we should vote for him. It's just so sickening. The-, <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash I know you don't have all the answers, but if you don't, we're all screwed. So don't <laughs> feel any pressure. Yeah. But what we want to talk to you about this morning, because, you know, it, it's also these shooters. I mean, yeah. 90 whatever something percent of them, kids your age, young, yeah. disaffected white guys, you know, oftentimes that live at home with their parents that don't socialize, that are incels or whatever, and then fill in racist, misogynist, homophobic, Right. whatever, fill in the blank, ideolo- you know, uh, ideological hatred that they're acting on. What do you think is the difference? Well, what's the difference between there's, you know, amazing kids out there like you and then this this segment that we have that it just keeps happening over and over again? What do you think is happening? I mean, it, 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 it's a little bit comforting. I mean, there aren't many of them out there, but, I mean, the people who you're talking about, the sort of Kyle Rittenhouse of the world, the... Uh, um, people who develop the sort of disaffected kind of white suburban, you know, young um, men in the world. I mean, unfortunately, I think what has inspired them are people like, unfortunately, Ben Shapiro, Charlie Kirk. I mean, you have Tucker Carlson, these people who I think I would at least I hope that they know that what they're saying is bad, but they still say it, I don't know, for attention, for for clicks. Um, and, and the people who kind of I think resonate with that are people who feel like a little bit alienated, who feel like maybe their their voices forgotten or ignored. And then when they see someone like, you know, Charlie Kirk and, and Ben Shapiro talk about that sort of feigned connection and that feigned sort of control, it's just um, I think that's who who that message resonates with. And it's not a lot, but those people end up being really dangerous, and they end up kind of seeing that hate and that racism and. Um, that homophobia, whatever you want to call it, and they act on it. And that's the scary part, is that their side will act on that. Um, and then you see something like Jacksonville happen or something like Pulse Nightclub happen. But I think it's because the right has normalized this type of stuff. The right has normalized hate and racism and gun violence. Um, and it's just part of their culture. You know, I have to, I know I saw a map that I think almost in every state, your generation vote, voted for Democrats, you know, which is why Republicans are terrified. But I have yeah. to think yeah. there's a lot more of you, <laughs> you that are, you know, young and diverse like you and politically involved and progressive and wanting to make the country better. And, and you know, 
this is a subset of disaffected young Absolutely. white men that are are. Uh, and I just I, I I don't know if you have any other you know ideas about what we do about this because we wake up just so depressed. Yeah. There was one more you know racist hate crime this weekend. It's just it seems like it's every single week, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think there there's two two ways I think about it. One isn't as uh, realistic as the, as the other, unfortunately. You know, but Republicans speaking out, Republicans saying enough is enough offering more than just thoughts and prayers and actually taking action. I mean, you think about something as simple as a military-style assault weapon. Why should anyone carry that if you're not in the military? There's no reason why anyone in America should carry a military-style assault weapon that can literally penetrate dozens of people within seconds. I mean, there's just no reason but Republicans refuse to do that. Even that... um, basic bipartisan, uh, the basic unreformed legislation that President Biden signed, there were only a few Republicans who supported that. I think that's the thing that I'm less optimistic about. But what I'm more optimistic about, and this is hopefully the mandate that we all have in 2024, is we just have to vote every one of these people out. I mean, you look at not just people on the federal level, people on the state and local level. You look at people who aren't responding to these crises. You look at um, Republicans for the state legislators. If you're in their districts, you research, look at what their stances are, look at whether or not they're committed to protecting your child's life, your life um, from gun violence. And if they aren't, the only thing we can do right now is to vote them out because I don't think they're going to learn if they aren't voted out, if they don't know what it feels like to not have power. Um, yeah, and you I think, think it's up to all of us to make them make that make them realize that they're trying to you know paint themselves the party that cares about children you know about parental rights and as you know someone tweeted today victor you know you can get an ar-15 in florida but you can't get a copy of amanda gorman's poem (laughs) that sums up everything you need to know about what's wrong with florida right right? absolutely i mean and and the fact they won't even mention that leading cause of you know death among young people is just i mean if you really cared about lives you really cared about our safety and and you know the sanctity of life, wouldn't you talk about that? I mean, and yeah. but they refuse to say anything. And um, it's just so shameful. Um, and they all know it, I think. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I mean, I think, you, you, well, you mentioned, I mean, you obviously allude to uh, the road decision. I mean, I just think women and I think young people like you, I think they don't yeah. know what's going to hit them in 2024. Um, you, you just tweeted a, uh, wow, I just asked my Uber driver how he's doing. And he said, amazing, because after 20 plus years of trying to pay off uh, student loans, he finally saw his loans forgiven and feels much more hopeful. Folks, this is the impact that President Biden's policy are having. And it's incredible. I mean, yeah, yeah it's that real life I mean- stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was, I was in D.C. on the way to the airport um, when I tweeted that. And, you know, he, he mentioned this is someone who's been working 20 plus years to pay off his student loans. Um, and President Biden's SAVE program um, does exactly that, which is for anyone who's been, you know, working 
or more than two decades to pay off their student loans, he would basically say, you know, we, we are going to forgive your student loans. And that's the impact that it's having all across the nation. And that's what I hope people will, will recognize is, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what party you come from, this is an administration that is helping every single person across the political spectrum. You think of, for instance, even the broadband um, expansion that he unveiled. The one state that receives the most amount of funding is Texas. I mean, you have Republicans who voted against this bill. They're getting the most funding for this bill. But this is something that President Biden is committed to doing, which is benefiting all Americans. And um, I think that story that my Uber driver shared was really touching because it showed, you know, I think there's a lot of times that we you know, celebrate success and we talk about how amazing it is. But we don't focus enough on those individual stories and to hear yeah. that from him um, and how hopeful he felt um, yeah. seeing, you know, his, his balance go from whatever it was to zero just made me so happy and just realizes, you know, this is people are feeling this. And yeah. no matter what the media says, no matter what is out there, I think there are a lot of people who are going to act on that in 2024 and then go out in the ballot box yeah. and see the well, difference between Trump and Biden and vote for Biden. Well, and also, Victor, I think it was what we say. It's like real issues that affect real people's lives other than yeah. these yeah. fictional culture war things that the right, you know, right. what the green right. M&M's wearing for footwear this week or <laughs> things that I don't know who it affects, you know, oh, but yeah. um, by the way, so we, uh, you know, some breaking news just in terms of I just, I know, I, you're out there every day saying, oh, uh, Biden has an amazing record on every quantifiable. <laughs> and Donald Trump is a criminal that is likely to be in prison. U.S. District Judge uh, Tanya Chutkin uh, just today said Trump will not be given special privileges because he's running for president while facing multiple yeah, trials. Yeah. Uh, at a hearing today, she said the trial dates proposed by Trump and uh, Jack Smith are not appropriate. Smith offered early uh, 2024. Trump, of course, won late 2026 or whatever uh she said setting a trial date does not depend on and should not depend on the defendant's personal and professional obligations mr trump like any defendant will have to make the trial date work regardless of his schedule so um yeah we so and she said it would inappropriate to be inappropriate to set a trial date to accommodate his schedule as i keep saying victor he didn't get uh indicted in the middle of his campaign he started his campaign in the middle of (laughs) being indicted these cases had started long ago exactly exactly yeah. I mean, this is, this is, it's so refreshing to see this. I mean, and, and at a time when I think confidence in our justice system is at an all time low, to see someone like Judge Chutkin and, you know, DA Fonnie Willis just say to Trump, you know, you are not above the law. Your crimes do not, or like you being the former president does not make you special. And I remember like watching the, or hearing about the first um, hearing that Chutkin did for uh, Trump. And, you know, he didn't refer to Trump as former president or, um, I don't know, candidate president. He referred to Trump as Mr. Trump. And that is yep. if he's just like anyone else um, who is a criminal defendant in court. And that's really yeah. amazing to see. And um, like like you said, I mean, this will be a really packed week. So This is um, what I love about iGen right politics. There you are with Jill Weinbanks, who can d- tell you a thing or two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about a guy called yes, Nixon. Yes. <laughs> she's seen a thing Why we should not have pardoned him. <laughs> Cut to, you know, today. And then speaking of bipartisanship, you, as you know, go to UCLA. Uh, Jody's mother, okay. Carol Burnett, went to UCLA. Yes, she did. I threw and threw oh. Trojan, USC. And somehow we make it work, don't we? <laughs> don't yes, we, Victor? Somehow. For somehow, America. I know. For America. <laughs> I, I went to ASU. I went, exactly. <laughs> I went well, to UOP. I went to OPP. You know, ASU and UCLA yeah, you know are me. very um, competitive rivals in football. Yes, yeah, they we are. are. But we still make it work. We still make it work. <laughs> when, when we talk about UCLA, we put the F in front of UCLA. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> oh, all right. that's sweet. All right. I just want to end by saying fight on for old SE. Our men fight on for victory. For old SE. Okay. Love you, Victor. Thank you, honey. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. We love Bye. our stem cell.